Knock, knock, ooze, bear. Welcome, everyone, to the Saturday Jam. This is your guest host for today, Ty Eldridge, coming to you live from the state of Oregon. Who's there? Pod, are you there? Let me hit all speak. Uh, Can you... Everyone now is unmuted. Uh, Can you hear me? Hello. Yes, I can. I can hear you. Uh, Okay. You're here. Um, Let me put your name into the... Players box. I am also going to put show. Oh, I could just click you guys. All right, that will make my job a lot easier. Steve, I can click you right there. All right, everyone's here. Um, how's your day going so far? Good. Good. Anything I'm actually uh... going on a bit of a social media break. Ah, uh, that is a good thing, honestly. I quit Twitter because, you know, it was just too toxic of a place and uh, James Gunn wouldn't retweet me any of my tweets I sent to him. So, you know. Ah. Yeah, you know. He- he's a busy guy, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cute little rat. Hello there. <laughs> Love that gift. Um, Steve, how are you doing? I am doing well. Thank you for um, thank you for asking, Ty. All right. Uh, how is uh, your guys' day going? Anything special happened so far? I went to the gym. Uh, are you working on your pecs? Getting nice and strong for the ladies? No, today was leg day. Ah. Uh, well, don't skip leg day. I got to tell you that, man. Yeah, you just got As to it. leg through it. I uh, skipped. I skipped over to the gym during leg day to get those extra skipping muscles. Ah. Uh, well, you know what? As improvers, we need good, strong legs, even if we're sitting during improv, which is what we're going to be doing today: is sitting and some improv. Hey. I'm able to stand. I'm, should I leave? I'm able to stand. Ah. Uh, you know what? You're breaking the number one rule of ooze bear improv. You gotta sit while you do it, man. Oh. Yeah. What? But I'm Sometimes I like doing lying a down. handstand right now. Oh, but you're doing a handstand now? Yeah. Am I the only one who's taking ooze bear se- seriously by taking a stand or taking a sit in this case? I'm taking a stand. For non-standing positions. Ah. We have to support the... (laughs) The only thing that needs support is your chair as your butt is sitting in it. Okay, um... Do we want to just jump into some games, or do we want to wait for some more people, get some more talking in, just have some fun? Hello? Feel free to feel free to unmute yourself. I'm Okay, Steve is eating carrots. 1 minute. Okay. So it looks like I'm just going to be talking to myself for 1 minute. Well, it's like every night, isn't it? Okay, I'm going to hit the timer for 1 minute. Oh, or you can hit the timer. <laughs> Sorry. Again, this is my first time doing hosting duties, so I might be a little bit behind compared to most other hosts of Ooze Bear.
do 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 This is a solo, okay? I do not need a chorus. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry, darling. That was just dreadful. Okay, just dreadful. <laughs> oh no! All right. Well, I think the timer's almost up. Uh, clock counting down. I just realized that I have access to sound effects. Okay, so are we all ready now? Okay, Pod is ready. Uh, Love that energy. Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, Coco, are you ready? Coco is ready. All right, Steve, it's all up to you now. Are you ready? Steve, you're Eight carrots left. No! Boy, how much are your eyesight? How much beta carotene do you need? Keep eating that much, you're going to turn orange like an Oompa Loompa. What if he wants to turn orange like an Oompa Loompa? Uh, I mean, you know what? If they cast um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, he'd be a good role. But I don't think they're going to remake that movie again for a while, so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe James Gunn can get on it. May- I would suggest him to do it on Twitter if he just answers me back once in a while. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, for this improv, I want to go over some things that make a good improver. And I feel like we need to start with Crow. Does everyone here know what Crow is? No, bird, I don't know what crow um, is. Especially known in uh, North America, that is highly intelligent and uh, is black. That is a very good guess. When it comes to improv, that is a big no. To put it simply, Aww. crow is quite arguably the most important word in an improver's disposal. And if you don't know crow, then you're not going to be a good improver. So, CROW is an acronym that stands for Character, Relationship, Objective, and Where. Thank you, Steve. You're a much faster typer than me. But, yeah, CROW stands for Character, Relationship, Objective, and Where. You need to establish these things in a scene in order to make a good scene. If you can establish your character your relationship with the other character in the scene, the objective, what you guys are trying to accomplish, and where you are, you can make a scene out of almost anything. Does that make Mm. sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so we're going to be focusing on some elements of Crow as well as some elements of other improvers. Improv, disposal, I can't speak right now. Ah. I'm a little Mm -hmm. nervous, Um, Mm -hmm. and we're going to work on that for our games before we go on to long form. Does that sound good? Yeah. Sounds good enough. All right. Well, we got some time to wait to see if anyone else wants to join. I think Roy said something about wanting to come here later, so I think there's definitely going to be some more people here. 
in the meantime, I feel like we need to warm up our improving muscles, okay? So yeah. I say we go with a good round of karate kids choir. Does that sound like a good idea? Yeah. Sure. Okay, I will go karate kids choir. Uh how long do you think it should be? Sixty seconds. Um um Comedy? Five minutes. Oh, sorry, Ty. Uh you can just call me Ty. Comedy to Ty for just my angle. Yes, I Ty, need to yes. Go to the little person bathroom first. Uh what was that? I need to go to the little person's bathroom first. Okay, <laughs> you're going to the little person's bathroom, okay. Uh, is that the bathroom for Oompa Loompas? Maybe. <laughs> uh, but more seriously, that was a bit yeah. of a joke. You got some eggs to drop down the bad egg chute. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> uh. Uh. All right. Uh, we're having some fun. We're having fun. There's some gifts of Oompa Loompas, some gifts of a gif, a gif <laughs> of um, a scene from White Girls, I believe. I guess, yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, I think we can, if you need to go to the bathroom, that's fine. But I think uh, me, Pod, and Steve, we could do some Karate Kids Choir by ourselves while we wait. Does that sound like a good idea? Nice little warm-up? Sounds, yeah, sure. Sounds like a okay. good idea. So I, let's. I, uh, yeah. Uh, I I what I tried to say earlier was that my comment was a bit of a, an improv joke. Ah. Because like whenever you have a crowd of kids, there's always that one person going, "Hey, I need to," you know. Oh, so you don't actually have to go to the bathroom. Correct. I okay. Think my joke flew over most people. Yeah, honestly, sorry. But I, I'm sorry too. It's okay. If you still need to use the bathroom, then now's your chance before we really start sucking today. Okay, ready? Three, two, <laughs> one, go! here yet but i think we can still keep the fun going i think um 
One good aspect of improv is that no matter what you do, you are the best or a competent person in whatever you do. Like, for an example, if there is a scene where I am a scuba diver and I've never scuba dived before in my entire life, for that scene, I need to pretend like I'm a good scuba diver. Like, I know what I'm doing, even if Mm -hmm. I've never picked up a snorkel in my life. So, I feel like this next game is going to really help us out with that. It is a game called... Hey, Ty. Yeah? Hey, Ty. Why should you do that? Why should you do that? Yeah. I agree with you. I was just wondering if you had a a reason. Well, because improv is about selling a scene. And, you know, if you don't have a lot of experiences, like you're not a skydiver, then you can't just be like, sorry, guys, I'm not a skydiver. I don't know what I'm doing. We're not doing this. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, the whole point of improv is keeping the scene going. The show must go on. Even if you have no idea what it is, you have to pretend like you do. Of course, sometimes Mm -hmm. if the scene calls for you to be something like an incompetent skydiver, then by all means, you can play that part up. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, we're going to want to pretend we're the absolute best or at least competent and knowledgeable in what we're doing. Does that make sense? Yes, thank Mm -hmm. you. Okay, so we're going to play a little game called Expert to start us off in order to pretend to get this feeling that we are competent. All right. I'm going to oh, click like this the pick. Game. I'm going to click the pick two option, but I'm going to pick the first person whose name pops up. Okay. So okay. Steve Pod Chaco. A lot <laughs> of selection there. Could be any one of you guys. Chaco. Steve again. Chaco. And Steve, you are the first name selected, so you get to be the expert. All right. Cool. So. I'm going to type in a job. Um, Perfect. <laughs> mechatronics engineer. Okay, so you mm-hmm. are an engineer, all right? Mm-hmm, okay. And you are fielding questions. Maybe you're having an interview. Maybe you're um, giving a talk. It's up to you. And you are fielding questions for anyone who wants to know anything about engineers. So... We are going to go down the player's box, starting with Pod, ending with me, and we are going to ask questions that we've always wanted to ask an engineer or a mechatronics engineer, okay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And once you feel confident that you've answered the question fully, you just say, next question, and then we'll go to Chaco, all right? Cool. Pod, do you have a question? Uh... Uh, well, I do. I do want to mention to everybody that I'm. I'm so glad you're here, and you know, I. I. I I'm. I'm glad that this. Uh, this mech was able to fit into the the gymnasium of this school. So I know. I know you guys. I mean, it's pretty. It's a pretty cool mech. So I'm. I bet you guys have lots of questions about it. Ah. Uh. Yes, I do. Um, how oh, yeah, how would you have... make the mech? How would you make the mech? It, it's just a few accomplishment. How would you do it? 
That's a great question. You see, this mech is entirely recyclable. Okay, so you know all those those cans of Mountain Dew that you throw over your shoulder when you're playing uh, your your Minecraft. Well, basically, all of those got all crushed up and smoothed out, and then turned into this beautiful chassis of this mech right here. And if you really put your nose close to it, you can even you can even feel some of the carbonation from the Mountain Dew tickling your nose. I know. A lot of questions now. If you guys, yeah, why don't you go ahead, uh, uh, little boy? What, what's what's your question that you have? Huh. I'm really curious. What do you normally use these Macs for? I hadn't really okay. seen them before. Right. Well, as you know, there's been a lot of <laughs> there's been a lot of problems in schools with a new TikTok uh, TikTok thing where people break the bathroom apart or whatever in order to do a TikTok challenge. And these mechs, specifically that I have here, are going to be patrolling the bathrooms of your school. And so get get ready and look forward to that. You're going to be going to the bathroom and the bathrooms of the future what other what other questions do you guys have i know i know that must have gotten your attention what are you guys what are you guys thinking uh i have a question uh-huh i noticed that this is a multiple person mech like uh voltron or a megazord like the power rangers um right. what happens with the guy who pilots the left leg doesn't show up to work right well, these mechs <laughs> are capable of functioning using uh, using lampposts as crutches. So what they can do is they can just grab the nearest lamppost and pull it out of the ground by the root, jam it under its armpit, and then hobble around. And let me tell you, even though that even though they uh, they they are using a crutch, they are still a formidable adversary. Don't don't be surprised if they use that crutch if they use that crutch. Like a like a bow staff and give you what for. Any other? Uh... Oh, okay. Oh, sorry, I. <laughs> sorry, I thought we were done because. Um, um, yeah, three questions. Uh, how about this? Uh, we'll play one more round, and um, after the three questions are answered, they have to wrap it up. Does that sound good? Sure. Okay. Okay. Uh, Choco, because your name was the second one chosen, I'm going to make you the next person for this game. Does that sound fair? That sounds wonderful. Okay, and let's get a job for you. Actuary. What is that? Actuary. Um, All right. So someone who appraises the value of various items, uh, if I'm correct. Okay. Um, All right. Oh, uh, okay. My, my understand. Well, it's fine. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, an actuary yeah. is a business professional who deals with the measurement and management of risk oh, and uncertainty. Risk. Yeah. The name of the okay. corresponding field is actuarial science. These risks can hey, affect stop. both sides of the balance sheet. It's actually no. a little better if you don't even know, but that's okay. You kind of get the. What? It, it's okay. Hey. Um. It could go so, with a different one. Um, are you okay? Are, if you are okay if with you it, want another, yeah, if you're okay with it, if you want another job, just say I can type in another job for you. I think it will be slightly easier. Okay, so you want another job? Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Job. Tester. You are a tester. And you can test whatever you want. Hey. I'll be the tester of anything in this world. Okay. Steve, you will be the first person asking the question, then me, then Pod. Uh, well, uh, I'm glad we, uh, we have you here today. And, uh, you know, um, we have a lot of needs here at our corporation, and I just want to make sure, do you really think you, uh, uh, well, when, you, when you're testing something, let me put it this way, when you're testing something, what's kind of, you know, what's your process for doing that when you get a, when you're, when you're testing something? Whenever we have anything we want to test, we make a giant, we want to make sure that the thing or idea that we're testing actually holds up against Good what night. we're wanting to test it against. And so what we do is we make a giant rig, preferably wow. with a couple of extra light and lasers to help mm. show how professional, professional of a setup this is. And then we hey. put the... Follow yes. up. Um, what, what, what are you best at testing and what is your process for testing that specific thing? We are best at testing kittens. Ah, uh, okay. Walk and me the through process, that. Yeah. <laughs> the process by which we test kittens is we put them into a nice, comfortable cat bed. We make sure there's a roaring fireplace to the side, and then we start petting them slowly and luxuriously to see how strong of a purr they give off. And usually our testers fall asleep during this. And so we oftentimes have a second tester and a third one sitting on standby so that we get the most accurate results for your kitten needs. Ah, thank you. I have a much better understanding now. Uh, I have a question. Yes? Uh, I noticed that uh, for a lot of the tests that you do, um, usually it calls for a test dummy. But uh, for some reason, you put yourself in the line of fire and the danger zone, if I'm being blunt. Uh, why do you do that? Why don't you just use a test dummy? Well, as you might have heard recently, we have some unfortunate budget problems at the company and so while it would be really nice to have a test dummy uh, it's a bit outside of our budget at the moment unfortunately uh, we weren't even really able to afford coffee for after this uh, interview so I do apologize Ah, uh, it's okay. Uh, I don't need coffee. I got adrenaline. <laughs> oh. Well, uh, thank you. Well, uh, yes, I do have a question. Yes, go ahead. Uh, 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 gen yes, at Generic uh, Corporation, are you willing to test anything dangerous? If so, how, f how far will you go? We normally do not like to test dangerous stuff because we don't like to put the life of me or any volunteers we have at risk. 
Um, also, it's not like that's also what caused our budgetary problems. Um, we're, let's just say that our previous experiment um, left our headquarters uh, non, what was the word again? Uh, you, you can't go there anymore. Actuary, no. Yeah, actuary. You can't actuary the place anymore. Is that? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Well, okay. Do we have any other questions? Uh, I believe that's it. We only have three employees here. <laughs> we're, we're wait, 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 wait. You're supposed to be volunteers, not employees. What? We're not getting paid for this. I'm out of here. Oh, oh, I'm, how, I'm much you, how much do you pay? <laughs> we pay you in being able to take part in experiments. And well, I, I well, I am a masochist, for uh -huh. sure. So, yeah, I am, um, whatever you call it, uh, where I actually enjoy to feel pain. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd I, I go yeah. for it. Scene. Okay, sorry, I had to wrap it up there. But, mm -hmm. all right, looks like Roy is here. Hello, Roy. Hi, it's actually Rory, but uh, Rory. Hi, okay, <laughs> sounds like a lion Welcome. made that name. <laughs> um, oh, hi, no. sorry for being late. Oh. That's okay. You know what? Rory. It's glad to have people here. Okay, you are yeah. people, right? You're not a talking lion. I. That's correct. <laughs> hey, All um, right. I have this uh, non-disclosure agreement for my company. Would you like to sign it? Oh. Hmm? <laughs> sure. <laughs> you are now uh, going to replace me as head of the dangerous uh, items oh. testing company. <laughs> Thank you, and I'm going on vacation. Hasta la vista. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> okay, so we had some fun. But now we have one, two, three, four other people, which means we can do some group work. That sound cool? Yay. Mm -hmm. All Yay. right. Well, I'm thinking I'm thinking a good game we can play is the alphabet game. Part of improv is about rolling with the punches and working with whatever you have, even if it's a limited amount. And the alphabet game is a perfect game for that. You guys know how to play the alphabet game, right? No. I... So, how, how the alphabet game works is very simple. We will do a scene with two people. I will get the pick two option, and we will do a scene where each person will say a sentence but that sentence must start with a certain letter of the alphabet. Like, for example, oh, I might say, aliens are trying to abduct us, A. And then somebody, the person I'm with, says, bring me the gun so we can defend ourselves, B. And then we keep going down to the alphabet until we get to the letter that we started with, in which case the scene will end. But we're not going to start with A, because if we started with A every single time, the game would be boring. 
So, what I am going to need is, let's see, I'm going to need two, two people to volunteer. And you can click that blue rectangle, Rory, to volunteer. Yeah. Okay. Or you can Feel type free, in the, the more play. the merrier. And our lucky two are Steve and Rory. Congratulations, Rory. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's won yet. Well, you've won the chance to do some improv. Okay, so I am going to get a suggestion for one element of Crow. Let's go relationship. All right? Your relationship is native and foreigner. Hmm. And can we get a letter of the alphabet from Choco or Pod? If you have a letter, just shout it out. M. M. So we will do a scene about a native and a foreigner, starting with the letter M. Do you think you guys can handle that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Whenever you are ready, begin. Moving to California sure is like going to another country sometimes, Bill. Not really, in my opinion, since I've been in California my whole life. Ontario, where I'm from, sure is much different. We wear hats because other what we wear hats that we call toques there. Please relate to me. Don't act like you're so much different than us Americans. Quality Americans love hearing my tales from the north. Reimagine what America is like, and I feel you'll uh, adjust much quicker that way if you get rid of your um, your uh, preset idea of what America is like. <laughs> States much smaller so that they can all fit in your pocket is what I'm reimagining. <laughs> Terrific. I think that is a great way to think about the U.S. of A. United States of America is what that stands for. Very much so. <laughs> Winter here is a, a swimsuit season. I don't like it. Oh, wait, did I skip something? No, I didn't. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, W is the next letter of the alphabet. Sorry. Yes. Any second grader can tell you that. Any can- <laughs> Xylophones is, are actually the, the, the country's instrument of choice, by the way, if you didn't know. You gotta be kidding me. I want to put that up to my lips. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> shoot, uh, uh, <laughs> um, 
zebras are the country animals. Yep. Animals and instruments. Wow. Is there anything this country doesn't have? But they they don't have food. Chewing food is one of my favorite things to do, so I feel bad for those striped little critters. Damn you, you omnivore. Eating everything in sight is what us Canadians do, especially if it's covered in syrup. Fuck Canadians. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, buddy. <laughs> Here's the knife. Go stick it up your ass. <laughs> I'm gonna stuff it up whatever ass I want, you you red, white, and blue hooligan. <laughs> Jamming in your eye, I guess. <laughs> Knives are dangerous, okay? I I repent of getting in, into this argument with you. Let's settle our our fight and decide to be nice to each other. <laughs> See. <sighs> I'd uh, like to. I'd like to shout out all of our junior improvers listening to this podcast. Uh, gave you a nice, colorful vocabulary to think about. Children. All right. Um, well, I, I literally, I don't know if it's, it's cheating, but I the pause there. I could not think of a single word that started with Z, so I just like googled words that start with Z. I'm like, oh, zebra. That's one of them. <laughs> Oh. Well, technically it's cheating because there's no phones in improv, but you know what? I'm going to make an exception just this once, okay? <laughs> if I catch you looking up facts on your phone next time, then you are going to suffer the wrath of the ooze bear. We are going to throw you into the ooze bear pen. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's real bad. Not only is the ooze bear a vicious, vile creature. He's also very sticky, and, you know, they only clean his cage twice a week, or once a week, so, you know, it, mm. it's not pleasant to be in the ooze bear's den. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, he just has so much honey, man. Okay. Uh, Pod, I've noticed that you, we kind of left you out of the, a lot of the improv scenes. Do you want to try your get? Name it. All right. You want to try your game at the yes. um, alphabet? Okay, Chaco, yes, you want to be Todd's partner? Chaco, yes. you want to be Pod's partner? Okay. So, Chaco and Pod are going to do a scene together. Let's get a suggestion. This time, let's get a location. Maybe chamber. Make it. You guys are going to be in a chamber and Rory. Give me a random letter of the alphabet. G. G, you are going to have a scene where you two are in a chamber, and you are going to start with the letter G and work your way all the way till you get to the letter F and back to G. Does that make sense? Yes. Yep. Okay. 
Okay. Uh, whenever you're ready, start the scene. Uh, Paul, uh, do you want to go first? Sure. Okay. God damn it. We stu- we're stuck in this chamber again. How did we get stuck in this chamber? It, it was your mom. Just, um, I, I'm still confused. Just listen, okay? Your mom betrayed us. Okay, words. Take your time. Just first word that starts with a K that moves the scene forward. Uh, I'm suddenly blinking on Kate words. Think of Crow. We've lo- we've established the location. Now think about what your relationship is or what your character is. Maybe that will help. Like, there are a bunch of K nouns, but like, let me start a sentence with that. What, wait, what is your mother's name? That's a good one. Oh, good one. Thank you. Um, Karen. Karen um, hasn't really been acting like herself for the past week now. Now that I uh, think of it. Listen, honey, I know that. Karen has been a little crazy, you know, but we can make it out of this. Many, many people seem to have died here, but hey, is that a window in the ceiling? No way. No way. That's, that's amazing. Look. I think we can. I think we may may get out of here. Only if we. Hmm. Uh, only if we recruit that third. We can't bring another person to me. Uh, only if we uh, throw a rope up there. Hmm. Uh, uh, I'm, hold on, I, I, remember, it's the letter P. Yep, I know, uh. Penny, Penny, you're a genius. That might work. Cool. 
questionable ideas, especially ones you see from movies, can sometimes be the best ones. Really? You got this from a movie? Wow, I didn't expect that. Uh, some random movie called In the End, The Penny or similar uh, showed it to me. TV does really help you after all. Understandably, we still need to get out. What would you like to do there? Ah. Uh. The letter V. Yep. Bye. Uh, hmm. uh. Violence is the only answer now. We need to get something and break the window. That was B? Yeah, that was B. Okay. I missed the first part of that. Violence, Violence is the only option. We need to break the window. Well then, take this window. Throws a giant. Throws a uh, cat. Hmm. Uh...
Aí. Sorry to interrupt it right there. It's not anything you were doing wrong in the scene. It's just I kind of want to keep this moving forward, especially now that David is here. David, hey, how are you doing? Yo. Just drinking my soup. Ah, what kind of soup are you drinking? It's, it's just soup. I like it doesn't have a name. Like, I put ah. carrots. Uh, well, I don't know what's the name in English of this stuff. Carrot soup. Carrot. No, yeah. it's like it's one that that's one of the ten you know green things they put in the soup and you know pull up. That's yeah. no soup. I do. Oh. Up. Nope. Steve, you had something to say? Oh, yeah. If you're playing this alphabet game and you're on X, and this goes even if there's an, like, if there's a, an audience and you're in front of people, like if you use a word like exit or, you know, expendable or expanse, that will yeah. 100% be accepted. Yeah, mm -hmm. honestly, well, was... part of this... Part of this game is about getting creative because sometimes you can say stuff like ex nay or ex girlfriend Sasha's here or something like that, and it will work. I remember once uh, when I was playing this game with friends, I was stuck up on the letter V because I couldn't think of anything that started with the letter V. So I just said, V is the letter of the alphabet, and I'm not giving you my... Hmm. The deed to my house or something like that, you know? It's perfectly okay. The audience knows that you are restricted, and sometimes that even makes it funnier if you just think yeah. of a creative way to get around that. But yeah, the hard part of this game is definitely when you reach the back part of the alphabet because you start running out of common price words that begin with those letters. X and Z particularly. Yeah. Okay. V, K, N, those are all the harder ones, I think. Yeah, so don't worry. Ben? I didn't end the game I because know. I thought you guys were doing bad. I just ended it for time's sake. All right? Mm -hmm. This is a learning yeah. process, okay? Hey, you're doing all right. exquisite. Ah, exquisite. Ah, <laughs> see, now that would have been great. All right. Let me... Pull up some games here. Um, we have Change, Hollywood Director, um, a Laron, or I can do a little bit of Whose Line, or Scenes from a Hat, or Whose Line. Which one of those games seem appeasing to you guys? <laughs> Appease us, Laurent. Ah, uh, classic Laronde. Well, I'm going to get the card started. Oh. Show cards, create cards. Pod. E. Oh. I don't know if I 
I think I maybe maybe I've read like the rules for that, but I don't know if I remember how to play that. Um, okay, so how Laronde works is pretty simple. We do separate scenes with separate characters, but they're all sort of in the same universe. It's a lot mm-hmm. like um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but with no budget. So, <laughs> but pretty much it'll start with a scene of two people that could go for one minute or two, and they're establishing stuff like um, Crow. They're doing an entire scene where they're setting up character, relationship, objective, and where. And then when that scene ends, one player will go out and another player will come in and they will start a whole new scene. But the player that was in there the last game will be playing the same character. But the new player will be playing a different character. And they'll do an entirely different scene, but it's sort of in the same world. And it'll keep going on until it comes back to the first person who is in the game. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I am going... I created the cards. Pod, Steve, Chaco, Rory, David, and me. I want to get into some of this fun. I'm going to shuffle the cards. All right? David said be right back, so I'm going to shuffle it one more time. Pod and me. All right? So, Pod, you're going to do a scene with me. We're going to establish some crow... And let's see if I can't get a suggestion for... Okay. Um, trying to think of a good suggestion here. Hey, um, let's... Ty, which one of you is number two? Number two? Oh, I'm number two. Pod is number one. I'm number two. Okay. So Ty is sticking around and Pod leaves. Okay. And I'm going to go for 120 seconds, just so we can have some time before... um, We don't have a lot of players here today, so I feel like 120 seconds would be fine. Two minutes per person, okay? Yeah, we got a lot of time. Okay. So I'm going to go with adjective, inferior switch. Do you think you can do a scene with inferior switch? Okay. I do, I do. Because your name is first... Uh, we, you are going to start the scene, all right? Yep. All right, let's begin in three, two, one, and go. This Nintendo Switch is completely inferior. Inferior. Mine is way better. This is a Nintendo Switch Lite. Well, I'm sorry. I, I personally like the Edison light bulbs. I don't see why we need to go switch to these swirly, efficient light bulbs. What? Uh, light bulbs? Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah light bulbs are also... Wor- yeah, the light bulbs are, are not working, too. Yeah, you, you, should, you should get a better console and better lights, because your, your house is pathetic. You don't have any good game consoles. You don't have any good lights. It's pathetic. Go to a GameStop. I, they probably have some better things. GameStop? You know... GameStop isn't the answer to everything. That's your, that's your problem, Roy. Every time something goes wrong, you go straight to GameStop. Well, when my dad died, the only thing that comforted me was GameStop, because he worked there. And that reminded me of him. That's why I go to GameStop all the time. 
Well, you know what? My da- Some of us didn't have the privilege of having a dad who died who worked at GameStop. My dad died in the morgue. Hmm. Well, so you, yes. Okay. So you know just, what? Uh, Maybe sometimes GameStop isn't the answer. Sometimes I like to get my gaming consoles and my light fixtures from the cemetery. No. No, you need, no, cemetery is not cooler. It doesn't have cool lights and stuff. And it's not Funko Pops. Fun- Skeezer is better than a funeral because they have Funko Pops. You don't see any Funko Pops in a funeral. I mean, you will. You do if uh, it's Stan Lee's grave. Just saying. Oh. <laughs> All right, Steve, you're with me. Ah, uh, Ferdinand, you have come back to the crypt. Ah, yes, Father. I have come here with an offering that you cannot refuse. Oh, yes. Soon with enough offerings, I will shed this corpse that I currently am. Present it to me, Ferdinand. Yeah, here it is. A Funko Pop. Oh, oh my goodness, Ferdy. You have caught my likeness perfectly. Indeed. Yes. And I even made sure to give him a little kite. You know how sometimes the Funko Pops have like a little prop that they hold. I know how much you liked to fly kites Mm. back when you you were alive. You know what, Ferdy? This is all new information to me, for you see, Stan Lee is not buried in this cemetery. What? This... Stanley's not buried here? No. I mean, we got Jack Kirby. Uh, uh, <laughs> you, you know, Jack Kirby is not nearly as fun when he does cameos, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty obscure. Most people don't even recognize him. Uh, yeah, luckily, luckily, I do understand that reference because this cemetery is near a drive-in theater. <laughs> Uh, I bet when they play Night of the Living Dead, that really gets you going. Oh, yes. That is, that is, that's like, uh, you know, that really gets us going because it's, uh, it's really the the main movie that really stars us. Ghouls really appreciate that film. Oh, yeah. You know, I bet you've been misrepresented in so many media forms. You know, you don't even get a good Funko Pop unless I go down to the Mm -hmm. Funko Pop store and make one for you. And I appreciate it for the hand. All right. Rory, you're up. <sighs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Uh, maybe if I can just, like, put it in the back, they won't, like, see it or something. Okay, I've, I've like, only been to a cemetery, like, once in my life. Oh, oh my God. What am I fucking doing? Oh, well, my God. You've came to oh. the right one. You see, I can show you around. I can show you Jack Kirby's grave. Or, you know, we could watch the movie Curly Sue, which is playing over there. Who, who are you? I'm Dimitri. I am, I, you know, avid Funko Pop collector and resident corpse. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay, so if you know a lot about this place, I'm, and I'm not, this is a hypothetical if, okay. If I needed to hide a dead body and like bury uh-huh. a dead body without 
getting caught from like the official people, where should I put it? Hey, hey, listen, young man, you just need to calm yourself. I can see that your blood-covered hands are shaking. You are in the perfect place to store a body, okay? You can store it in the, the ground, anywhere, really. You can just start digging, kind of like Minecraft. Oh, that's good. I, I really like playing that game. I got it at GameStop, so I have a... I have some history with that game, so hopefully that that oh, yeah. that I'm very relieved that I might be like prepared about that. I feel okay. the need to tell you that I know about Minecraft because the GameStop is next to the drive-in theater, so it makes sense that I know about it. Ah, uh, that's good. I I would hate for a ghoul to be illogical like that. Um, yes. man. Uh. Okay, can you can you hand me that shovel so I can start digging? I can, but my arms have rotted off. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Shaco, oh. your time to shine. Hey. Hello, uh, casual citizen. Hopefully, non-law-breaking. <laughs> have you seen oh, any hey. um, corpse robbers? Recently? Uh, no, no, I, I mean, okay. I know it may look weird right now, but I, I know I haven't seen any, nor am I one of them. That's, I'm not, I know, I'm, it sounds like I'm lying. I know, but I'm, I'm not a corpse robber. So It's perfectly understandable. Uh, a lot of teenagers, when they're growing up, go through a phase where they like visiting the graveyard and wearing questionable clothing. So I perfectly understand. Yeah, I I thought it would be kind of weird if I was the only one wearing a Minecraft shirt and uh, and <laughs> I was the only one wearing a Minecraft shirt in this graveyard. But it seems like that's a popular thing here, I guess. But um, hey, but yeah, I I'm I'm not a grave robber. Don't worry. It's a good thing I know what Minecraft is because the police station is right next to the GameStop. <laughs> oh wow! Well, I feel like everything's kind of next to the game stuff, <laughs> man. <laughs> um, so unfortunately, the donut shop is not. Ah, shucks, man. Okay, um, could you just like turn, maybe turn around for a bit while I like finish up like doing whatever I was doing before? Like, I you don't have to know what it was I was doing before, but like, I just. I I can I can focus on you more like once I'm done like which I once I finish up what I'm doing right now so could you oh uh, okay? of course yeah besides I have this twenty ounce coffee to finish you're fine ah <laughs> oh, that's good <laughs> David are you there David. Last call for David. All right. Looks like we are going to wrap it back up to Pod. Remember, Pod, you are still the same character. This is still the same world, but now you are talking with um, Chaco's character. All right? And whenever you're ready, Pod, begin.
you were cutting out there? Can we uh, restart the scene? Uh, sure. Um, let me... I don't know how to restart the clock. Uh, all right, I'm having... Ladies and gentlemen, we're having some technical difficulties. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> Pod, are you there? Uh, we can hear a very staticky voice coming through at this moment in time. Okay, sorry about that, but I'm afraid I'm going to have to call. Scene. So sorry, Pod. Um, uh, you might want to try logging out and logging back in. We cannot hear you at all. Uh, on that note, I would like to apologize to Pod. I did not know that Pod was talking about um, the Nintendo Switch. I thought Pod was just talking about Switches in general. <laughs> so when I said switching light bulbs, I could totally tell that he was confused. And rightfully so. That one is on me. But yeah, that was weird confusing but glad we worked out of that and was able we were able to um salvage something from that okay so pod still trying to fix his mic choco still here steve still here roy still here david is david still here we are waiting for you david improv david, to david. Well, we have one hour left. We can play uh, another game or two, or we can go straight into a few long forms. What do you guys want to do? Um, we could try, like, uh, some long form ones or something. All right. You want to go straight to long form? Nobody wants to play another game? Nobody wants to play Change or Hollywood Director? It's I it's I I I don't really care. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, since um, I'm getting a little bit of passive aggressiveness towards long form, we will go long form. <laughs> if you guys have been nice, maybe we'll play another game. <laughs> All right. Um, but we will do some long form. Um. Thinking of a good one. Um, how about three letters? Three. How do I get three random letters? Uh. All right. Y D S. Okay. Oh, A B C three. Thank you. A B C. C slash three. MBT. So, Choco, you start. Think of a sentence that has the letters MDT. Sentence? 
or like M phrase. an acronym. A phrase. Like, so yeah. M D T. Medical. Okay, I have the first word. Thinking on D. What's uh? I want a noun. D noun. D noun. I don't want. I don't want dental. I don't want doctor. If you need some time to think about it, we can skip you and come back. That would be nice. Okay, Steve, do you have a... Yeah. Mattress drizzle time. Mattress (laughs) drizzle time. Can you do me a favor and type that in? You're much better at typing than me. Thank you so much. All right. um, Rory, what is your word phrase? Uh, Medical detention terminology. Medical detention terminology. David, are you there? Well, that was worth a shot. Uh, Pod, are you back? Pod, are you there? Wow, this is really going to shit. Um, You're doing fine, Pi. All right, yeah. Thanks for lying for me. It makes me feel all the better. Um, It's not lying if it's the truth. You can't deny the truth. <laughs> hey, um, I've come up with my term. All right, what is your term? Medieval dance therapy. Mm. <laughs> All right. Um, I medieval dance therapy. Thank you so much. And my phrase will be. Mr. Dentist T. So, I meant Mr. T, the, uh, you know what, that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Dentist T. Okay, so if anyone has a scene that they want to do with mattress drizzle time, medical detention terminology, medieval dance therapy, or Mr. Dentist T, the drink, not the man, um, (laughs) feel free to make a scene. Let's see if we can't find a way to work all of these into our improv session, okay? Whoever's ready, just go ahead and start. Well, now, the, uh, the inmates look like they're healing nicely. You run a, you run a nice uh, infirmary down here. Why, thank you. I've I've spent a long while trying to figure out exactly the best way to run this place. Uh, I've, mm-hmm. I've I actually have like a dictionary here of all the new terms and phrases and like ideas that I have. So I'm kind of going to change the the industry of medical detentionology. Ah. You know? Hey, well, uh, I sure, I certainly like, uh, you know, to encourage my employees to, you know, expand the minds and vocabulary of, uh, you know, people in the field. Now, I, I do see here that you have, you have uh, basically one of our inmates, and he's all taped up, 
completely head to toe, head to toe in tape. Mm, now that that must have an mm-hmm. interesting term. Uh, ah, is that what you call it? Do you call it? Oh, I, I mean the name. I must not be pronouncing it right. It keeps correcting me. <laughs> the, the the names are like are are a bit under uh, are a bit under work. But uh, I, at first, I was gonna say uh, the the spin arounder, where we just uh, put one hand on the the inmate's head and we uh, spin them around and like spin tape around them. Uh, but, but I kind of like mm-hmm, a lot yeah. more than that. It seems more creative. It it kind of gets to the the core of what of what this uh of what this restrictiveness is all about. You know what I mean? Oh, I I absolutely know. It's very evocative, and you know I am glad that you found a medical use for that uh you know playground equipment that spins around that we have installed in the yard because the inmates only mm-hmm. seem to be using that to torture each other. Yeah, I, I stopped by a kindergarten uh, and I'm like, this, this, this stuff could, I could use this stuff. And I, uh, I stole it, but I, uh, I, like they couldn't uh, like yeah. get upset at me since I'm a part of the, like the, the police, you know? Ah, I fully understand. Not a time goes by when I am walking by a kindergarten that I don't think to myself of new and interesting ways of locking those children up. Exactly. Who who doesn't? Um, yes, the mind wanders. So, uh... Class, class, this is... My name is Professor Ludwig. I am the historian for today's lecture. Today we will go over medieval dance therapy. All right? Sounds good, so, Professor. Uh, Sounds why? good, Professor. All right. Um, well, I see I, am teaching, I see I am teaching the Southern District here. Everyone's in their honky-donky cowboy hats at the university. All right. So, howdy, y'all. So, sorry if I'm late. Sounds um, good, Professor. But just go to the back of the classroom and just take notes, all right? The lecture is about to start. Get it so, up. Back, okay. in, back in the Middle Ages, they would often prescribe a dance in order to cure the ailments that the people might be feeling, all right? So, for an example, if you were contracting plague, you would ring around the rosy with a pocket full of posy. And that is how we came up with the joyful dance only kiddos love to do. Howdy, Professor. I have an observation. Um, I don't think that a ring is a prop- appropriate form for a dance. I think square dance is how it should be. Well, you know what? The ring is pure, all right? In European culture, the ring symbolized purity and virginity. That is why whenever you marry somebody, you give them what? Not a square, but a ring, all right? Hmm. 
<laughs> well, sure, sure doesn't ring my dinner bell none at all. Ah, I could have gone to New York University, but no, I had to go to Southern University. Hey, everyone! <laughs> hey, <laughs> oh. who oh, brought God. the pulled pork sandwich? There is no eating in my lectures. Who brought all of this barbecue? Professor, well, I, ju- I, I just bought the grits. I didn't bring the pork. Ah, right. well, you know... Go see the charge. Sorry. It's my fault. Uh, all right. Well, you know what? You are going to ruin the next part. We are going into the history of the Hokey Pokey. Uh, Yes. Now there's a now there's a dance that really jangles the spurs. Ah, uh, well, that's what it's all about, all right. And they believed the hokey pokey was how you protected yourself from measles. Mm. Yes, you know, if the measles and boils got too big, uh, oftentimes you would poke them. So they created a whole dance, and you know, uh. There was often a giant tub of medieval medicine. And, you know, it was instructions. You, you put your arm inside the medicine, and then you pull it out, and then you shake it all about. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Yeehaw! I sure get lots of lumps riding the mechanical bull. This is some helpful advice. Well, yeah. Well, you know what? A lot of people do not believe that medieval medicine dance therapy helps. But you know what? That is just a big lie the big pharmaceutical companies told everyone. All right? Professor, can I ask you a question? Uh, Sure, there. Um, What is it there, little boy, who's in this lecture for some reason? Wait, when is recess going to happen? I I really want to go to recess. There is no recess in college, all right? You have parties where you drink and have all the babes around your body, but there is no recess, no monkey bars. If you want recess so badly, either go to a elementary school or go to the prison yard. Oh, hooey! Oh. Then why do they install that roundabout doohickey out on the quad? What? Roundabout? Oh, no! The president's decree! He actually did it! I thought he was just trying to appease the students. Now he just actually gets stuff done. Oh, hoy vey. I say it well, in I, German I... accent. <laughs> well, I... I came here to this college. I, I didn't realize it was a college. I just thought it was another kindergarten. But I, I came here because at my kindergarten, they got rid of the roundabout for some reason. And I guess I know why now. Uh, but I, I was just hoping that they, they have the roundabout here. But I guess they don't have anything. So uh, I, I don't really know exactly uh, what to do now. I feel like I... I, my my point here is kind of pointless now that there is no roundabout, but yeah. <laughs> ah. 
Well, you know what? College is a lot like a roundabout, you know? You keep changing your majors all over, you know? At first you say, you know what? I'm going to follow into my parents' footsteps and become a doctor. And you're like, oh no, I want to be an actor. And then you're like, but it doesn't pay well, you know? It's kind of like a roundabout. Um, and here comes uh, my favorite student, my assistant actually, on board. Hello there, Pod. Pod's a little shy, so uh, maybe um, maybe Pod will say something later. I don't know. Uh, professor, um, I've been doing. I hope I can get some in credit for some independent study because I've drawn up some plans for what I call a square about. I feel it's going to be much more efficient. Ah. Uh -huh. uh. This square about. There, there are no squares in Europe. All right? All these squares in Europe move to America. Hmm. Yeah. That must be why we got... Why Americans made Revenge of the Nerds. Because they're squares. Obviously. All right, children. <laughs> All right, children. Uh, I know... Kindergarten must be new for you since, like, you just got, you guys just started this like a week ago. Uh, but like most kindergartens, we have nap time, but uh, here we actually have mattress drizzle time. Uh, so everyone, everyone, get on your oh, mattresses uh, and okay. uh, take your juice boxes or, or waters or whatever your parents gave you, uh, and drink them very, very wildly. Like make a as as much mess as you would like. As you can see, these mattresses are, are already stained. They already have shit all over them. I'm sorry, they already have stuff all over them. Good, 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 good. Make sure you drizzle it all over. Delicious. Yes, yes. Ugh, I drink too fast. I don't feel good. Oh. Hmm. Uh. If if you if you end up feeling like you're gonna like you're gonna vomit, just do it on the mattress because that that counts as as this one too. Okay. <laughs> that's 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 Teacher, good. Teacher, why'd you do this to us? Teacher. I, I all this is some some schools have like water bottle breaks. We just have mattress drizzle time. It's just it's slightly different, but it can it can have a huge effect, and I appreciate that about our school. Okay, teacher, what's your lunch? Well, for that actually was your lunch. Um, I I forgot what? to say that this this kindergarten doesn't have lunch. I think you said you're from Ohio, and Ohio children are supposed to be fed. This is actually Minnesota, so uh, oh, yeah, I guess I it's just regional that. differences. Uh, I know you, you yeah. recently moved here, and like, like that's why you're starting a new school. But yeah. uh, but you're gonna have to get used to this kid because it's it's a lot different here. I know Ohio has it pretty well, uh, but yeah, in this in this school, there's no lunch, and 
and we only have masters drizzle time instead of well that sounds extreme that sounds extremely legal i want to tell my dad about that can i tell my dad well it's actually legal here in minnesota or i i think minnesota is what i said but i thought that was the whole usa like federal law that children must eat at schools not in minnesota not in minnesota okay um okay i guess i just starved to death since my family is poor my man okay yeah you want just All right there. Now, who's ready to see the dentist today? Who do I have next on my appointment list? I I think I'm next. Oh, hi there. Um, let's see. Um, Jill and Hall is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I just yeah. I just got out of school. Oh. Uh, uh, and- well, you know what. You come to the right place. Um, oh man, those braces—they're really helping your teeth. It really brightens your smile right now. Oh, thank you, thank you so much. So, what I'm going to need you to do is sit in the chair right there. Okay. And uh, don't you worry your pretty little head. I'm going to go get um, the dentist, uh, T, Mister T. Okay. Mr. I'm pretty the fool who don't floss every all the time. Pretty the fool. Uh, uh, hi. Oh, hello there, lo- local local kindergarten teacher. I hope I'm not going to be a pitying you today, because B.A. Baracus don't like pitying fools. Oh no, no, you're you're you won't you won't pity me. I I'm actually doing quite well off for being a teacher, uh, but I I was just gonna tell you I uh, you know that deal we worked out. Uh, I just started working it through successfully this semester, where uh, instead of instead of like a healthy lunch, uh, we're feeding the kids very very unhealthy so- soda and and pop and, and stuff and just like pure sugar. Uh, so uh, hopefully that'll bring you a lot of business, and uh, you can really see a lot of success here. Ooh, so yeah. I just I wanted that, to say that before we got into our appointment. Oh, I give that plan an A for A team. That's what you and me are with our selenite tea. A T. That's right. Drink A T with Mister T. I pity the fool who don't drink it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um. So now, now as a, I'm looking here at you in the in the dentist in the dentist chair. Now, what 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 I'm recognizing is your posture is messing up your teeth. So what oh. you need to do is you have a dangerously low amount of gold chains around your neck, and I'm pitying you over here, fool. So you need to be wearing more gold chains. And now that we're bringing in this A team money, you need to be wearing more chains, fool. Oh, well, luckily I can buy them since, like I said, I'm doing quite well for being a school teacher. So, oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, you indeed explained that to me, and Mr. T understood. Dr. T. Dr. T to anyone who in the dental profession. 
Thank you. Okay. So do, do you need to like do anything in my mouth or should I just go and get the, the chains right away or what, what should hey, I do? Listen, I'm going to put some of this, uh, you know, extra uh, enamel polishing agent on your tea, on your teeth, and you'll be able to withstand a rocket launcher to your grill. Mm. That's what happens when you join the A-team. That's what happens when you join the A-team with Mr. T. Rocket launchers come at you with much more ferocity than normal. That's that's great. I I love I love rocket launchers. I actually I actually own a rocket because I'm I don't know if I said this before, but I'm doing quite well for a school teacher. I I don't remember if I said that before, but I I'm doing quite well for a school teacher. That I will lower my amount of pity that I have for you since you are doing so well as you in your school educating. Great. I I would that's that's great. Thank you. Mm. Although I do pity. Mm. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I keep seeing just right when you have extra dialogue. I am so sorry. No worries. Okay. Uh, but good job jumping right into Mr. T. Yeah. Yeah. That's... I pity the fool who has to follow that up. <laughs> all, all of my knowledge of Mr. T has been expended for the day. <laughs> you know what? All most people know of him is he was from the A team. He's got a mohawk and he pities the fool. So you know what? Yeah. You covered all three of those things pretty well. <laughs> uh, so, I, I didn't realize that was a reference to something. I'm sorry. I probably <laughs> if I realized that I should have um I I I should have like I don't know done done something with that. <laughs> um, oh yeah. It is perfectly okay. Yeah. Um, a lot of times. Improv is about references. They'll actually, if you join an improv troupe, they'll highly recommend you just get caught up with as much pop culture references as possible. Just so yeah. if somebody shouts out like Quidditch tournament, you're not just like, what the hell is Quidditch? You're like, okay, that's from Harry <laughs> Potter. I know, know mm -hmm. what I should be doing instead of just saying, oh, yep, do, 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 Quidditch. Yeah. I mean, for um, you, um, yeah. You can, I mean, you can also BS it as well. Like, I mean, I, I don't know that much about A-Team or B.A. Baracus, but if I, every single thing that I did know, I just found a way to put it in there somehow. And that's mm -hmm. what, you, what you can try to do. Because Quidditch, you might know it's a, it's a fantastical sport that wizards play it. And I think that's enough. Because if you're like, mm -hmm. you know, any, you know what wizards are. You know what sports are, and you can kind of combine them, even though even if you're not right. I think most people kind of get what you're going for. It's basically mm -hmm. just soccer in the sky, so. Oh, I'm saying if you don't know what it is, I mean, you could, you oh, could yeah. BS it knowing that yeah. it's wizards, at least, yeah. right? So. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that brings on to another point. You know what's happening, and you're an expert in whatever you're doing in the scene. Whether that expert is being Mr. T or... Uh, being a dentist, you know exactly what you're doing. You're competent. Unlike real life, where I question everything I've ever done. Hey, wise people are full of, wait, the fool is the one who is full of certainty and the wise are unsure. Or uh, I, I think David is back. David, are you there? David. Yeah. No. Woo! Yeah, wait. David is back. 
Alright, you guys don't let play. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry who's, about who's that. Who's that guy back from Russell? He's well, a, like a scientist. That, that's a we quote have I was enough time for a long form. So, what I say we do is we do a long form scene builder. Part of being an improv of expert is being able to build a scene. So we are going to do the classic scene builder where I will get a location and each one of us will describe one aspect of that location. And once we're done, we can build a scene based off of that. Oh, yeah. Does that sound like a good idea? Hey, can I add okay. something, uh, Ty? Uh, yeah. One thing for the this location thing is to, I think, avoid what people or characters are there because those are established by the people. I think those are established by people who come into the scene, whereas the scene building should focus on, you know, what like objects mainly or just what the setting is, like if it's a, a beach and the sand and palm trees, stuff okay. like that. Physical Good. objects. Good catch. I did not think of that. But we will go with physical objects in this location, and that location is Fire Station. All right. Now, Pod, can you give us a description of something at the Fire Station? Pod, are you there? Don't think about it too hard. Just first thing that pops to your mind when somebody says fire station. Do you want us to come back to you? All right. We will come back to pod in a little bit. Uh, Choco, are you there? She's muted. All right. Um, what about, um, you know what, David, you've been out of here for a while. Fire station. Uh, Describe the setting. The setting. Uh, well, they're, they're dancing, you know. There's no not fires going around. Having a, right. a ball. So they're having a fireman's ball at this fire station. All mm. right, Steve. Can you describe something else that's happening here or something at this yeah. fire station? There's, okay, over the ball, there is, there's like a banner and it, and it says happy anniversary. All right. Roy, or Rory, I am so sorry. It's okay. Um, there... They're, they're, all of the firemen are in a polygamous relationship. You know, that would be like what wow. the characters have. Um, all right. <laughs> it, what, is, ob, what are objects that you yeah. see in the, in the location? Um, hmm. uh, there are high heels all along the floor. High heels. Schnaze. Pod, are you there? Do you have a suggestion? Uh, hello? Hello? Yes, we can hear you. What is your okay. suggestion for something in this scene? 
So there's two different kinds of hoses. One that sprays out fire and one that sprays water. Okay, two hoses. One that sprays fire, one that sprays water. Choco, I take it you're still muted? Okay, um, I will add something to the scene. The Dalmatian is looking, is pouting next to the food table, hoping somebody gives him some scraps. Oh. <laughs> All right, so we have our fire station. It's the fire station ball. It says happy anniversary. There are high heels on the ground. There are two hoses, one that sprays water, one that says fire, and one Dalmatian who's giving the puppy dog eyes for some food. So, whenever you're ready, please feel free to start the scene. The stage is set. Oh, Janelle, I do hope that you win fire department lady of the evening, but there's a lot of tough competition. I don't know. I mean, there... I, there's not very many aesthetically attractive people here, so no offense to you, but yeah, I mean, you're one of them, but there aren't very many others outside of you. Ooh, so. Janelle, okay, that feisty attitude is the reason why I think you're gonna be the winner. Mm, we'll see. Oh, come on. I mean, look at you. You are, you, you've taken your shoes off already. Uh, you know what? I bet you're just going to do whatever you can do to win, including taking those stockings off, too. <laughs> yeah, stop it. You're, yeah. <laughs> oh. We can come look. back to that. We can come back to that. I've um, been drinking a lot from the from the from the wine fire hose, if you know what I mean. So I'm just a little loose up, Janelle. Hey, uh, hello everybody. Thank you for coming to uh to the uh woman uh best fire woman uh awards. Woo! But uh, we're changing up this year, everybody. We're doing actually tests. These tests would prove your strength and how fast you can be uh, per non fires. Have you heard why we have we have a uh, that spits up fire just for for this occasion? You so, know what? You can't put you can't put out the fire that is Janelle because she is one hot tamale. Stop it! Yeah, we, we do have hot tamales uh, in the bowl back there if you want any. Uh, yeah, so. that's where I got the metaphor from. Uh, thank you. Hello, uh, if they, uh, We have this dollhouse over there. This dollhouse will be on fire. Uh, by this, uh, with my assistant, uh, he will spray out the fire and, uh, Make the dollhouse a fire, and here is the fastest to put out the dollhouse. Uh, wins the one point. Uh, that's a sound. Janelle, Janelle, I didn't want to yeah. be obnoxious and interrupt again, but I want you to know that I think you're a doll. Oh, thank you, thank you, Lauren. That's really sweet of you. Hey, hey, Lauren, Lauren, I, yeah, how would you want to guarantee? that I win since you seem to want me to win so badly. Oh, hey, <laughs> you know what? 
I think you just have to go out there and be your hot self, Janelle. And also, don't confuse the wine hose with the water hose with the fire hose. Because, <laughs> because that's going to be a part of the competition if you're putting out a fire, I bet. I don't know. I'm drinking. Talking about being hot, I'm going to set this uh, um, all house on fire right now. Uh, oh. You should get the water one pretty soon. You should put all this fire. Oh no, it's spreading, it's spreading pretty soon. You guys should Janelle. get the water, water, guys. It's spreading to the stage. <laughs> you should get the water. <laughs> oh. oh no. Oh. You should probably get the water. Janelle, it looks oh, like you're hesitating you. over by the hose, but you gotta go for it, girl. I, I have it. I have uh, the hose in here. I'm turning it on. I'm cranking it. Oh, oh no, my God. It's it the fire. The line. Oh, the no. Water. I did what you said you, I shouldn't do. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, no. The stage is burning up. No, no. Okay, wait, let, me, let me find the water hose. Okay. Uh, oh, okay, no. Okay, I got the water the hose now. Hose. Oh, good. Oh, no. Oh, that's, no. That's, <laughs> the the oh, no. that's, that's the vodka that's hose. That's the vodka hose. Oh, yeah, no. clear like water. No, oh, no. A vodka hose turned on the vodka hose. Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh you oh, are going, we, we cut to five minutes later, where, unfortunately, the fire station has burned down. Oh, no. The no, puppy. No, I got the puppy right here in my uh, book bag. Uh, yeah. I need my book bag for the fire chief stuff. Uh, the Dalmatian. Oh, oh no, the vodka. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, good. Who's a good dog? Who's a good doggy? No, doggy. Yeah. Uh, since the fire station not burned down, uh, we have no more food. I guess we need to go to the police station, uh, which is the closest thing I guess we have now. Uh, we, I hope I run uh, out. Oh, all right. We see a reporter like coming coming off across the street, you know, to to watch how the uh, fire station, like just recording. Can uh, anyone give, of course, give the reporters. the scoop? What's the scoop, Kit? Tell me, I, I'll tell you. The fire the fire station is burned down because they're trying to do a test. Test. Which was a bad investment. A bad investment? Yep, it was bad investment. Put all the money into houses. We did burn down our houses. I mean, our, our fire station. The fire station is like a house. It's like a house for me, basically. Wee woo, wee woo, wee woo. All right, everybody. Our fire station. Well, we are from the um, Ohio Police Department, and. Um, we got some complaints that somebody burned down the fire station. We're here looking for arsonists. Oh, 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 I didn't do it. The dog did it. The dog did it. Uh, trust me. Dog actually oh, turned on the fire hoses. Oh, you're telling me little Sparky here is an arsonist? That's a very likely what? story. It is really <laughs> a story. Uh, see, even the Shut dog will accept you. Hey, I just Dog, wanted to say, we all know that, is, we all got to ask, is it really arson if they didn't intend to do it? 
Well, that's a good question. Is it arsony if you don't intend to do it? You know what? This isn't a question that should be answered by me. Let me call my psychologist friend. He should have the answer. It's ringing. Ring, ring, ring. I'm sure he'll pick up eventually. Da, hello. Ah, hello there, Derek. It's um, da. it's yeah. Jimbo. Yeah, um, Professor hey. Derrickson. Um, mm-hmm. well, I have a question for you. It's a real philosophical head stumper. Uh huh. Well, you've uh, you've contacted me in the middle of the evening. I was just sitting down to my evening schnitzel. But uh, I cannot well, say to an old, an old friend there, you tell Derek what's wrong. Well, Derek, son, um, well, Derek, son. I had a question. Um, you see, they burned, the policemen burned down the police station, so I was going to arrest him uh, for arsony. But then they brought up a good point. They didn't mean to do it. Mm-hmm. And part uh, of um, arsony is intent. So um, mm-hmm. would you count them as arsonists, or is there something else I should... Um, oh. Count them as. Hey, listen, I want to first of all thank you for referring to me as Derek's son, as I am, I have always will be your pupil in the art of karate. So thank ah, you for well, that. Well, you know what? It's great when you raise them up from uh, white belts to black belts. And you know what? Yes. I'm just doing my community a good service by teaching yes. self-defense classes to uh, right. psychologists like yourself. Yes. And I appreciate being you being my pupil in the art of psychology, and you have offered me quite zakanandram. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, should we call your philosophy buddy? Maybe he should know the answer. Oh. Yes, I am currently, as you know, as you know from your tutelage from me, psychology is a experimental science. So I am going to have to strap some electrodes to a monkey to figure out the answer to this conundrum. Ah, well, you better hurry. The fireman ball is going to end soon, so we got to get an answer quickly. Oh, Otherwise, okay, all these I'll... lady firewomen are just going to go home and probably da. burn some more stuff. Burn da. dinner, more like it. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm uh, <laughs> as a, a psychologist, I, not a sociologist, but that sounded a bit misogynistic. But we'll just move past it. And, uh, I, I, well, that look. phrase sounded a bit French the way you were speaking. I thought you were German. Why? Nah, I am German. I took a sabbatical in France uh, during my, uh, you know, whatever, my sabbatical. I was during the sabbatical. I don't know. I didn't need to be more specific. I, I, okay, well, I got man, my do- you know what? I really appreciate all the free time you have. I can never okay. have enough free time to take uh, psychology, physiology, uh, French, karate. karate. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You really got to help me organize my own life. But after this, you know? I understand. Life coaching is what will be the next great adventure we will embark upon. I have removed my car battery, and I am ready to strap it to a chimp. (laughs) The chimp is ready. Okay. Okay, just settle down, chimp. We're not going for... No. We're not going for a drive, Chip. We're, 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 we're linking you. You're the missing link, and I am linking you to this car battery. Huh? Yes. 
Yes, you look at, okay, you're hooked up now. You tell me, chimp, does intent matter to you when you set fire to a policeman ball? <laughs> a policeman ball, yes, but a fireman ball, intent is not important. Oh, they should uh, be putting up fires, not starting them. <laughs> Perfect. The translator is working as well, chimp. You have settled a conundrum for me, you wonderful beast. All right, so since it was a fireman ball, I should arrest them because they did burn it down anyway. Is that what you're saying? Yes, that is the, the sum of it. I'm glad I left you on speakerphone during the experiment. Well, thank you. All right, ladies, I'm afraid. Ha. Huh. Looks like they all ran off. I, I, I have another question. I, I have another question. If I didn't intend to become a firefighter, does it really make me a firefighter? So, like, can I, can I still get blamed for this? Because I'm just a normal uh, citizen. I quit asking me these conundrums. You know, you're making my job a lot harder. Um, David, are you still there? Uh, Sterek's on, are you still there? Uh, da. All right, can you uh, hook it up to... Uh, is the monkey going to answer that question, or are we going to have to hook up another animal? Oh, you can uh, use the puppy. Uh, no, the puppy. Yes. You guys, you, that is a good... The, the monkey, he is currently uh, eating some garbage, so if you have a dog, a puppy there, you can uh, hook him up to your own source of electricity and conduct the wonders of science on your own. All right. Uh, uh, well, they have Sparky right here. <laughs> uh, it's a Dalmatian. Uh, I can uh, oh. hook him up. Sorry, oh. sorry. This is just, uh, this is police work, all right? I don't have a warrant or anything, but I'm still doing this. All right, hooking up the dog. No one will ever know that I started the fire. Wait, how come I speak English now? Oh, no. He used giants on me. Ruh-roh. All right, so we now know the dog did the fire. The dog the fire? That bastard. I told you it was him. I told you. Well, sorry, ma'am. I didn't listen to you. It's just, you know, you'd be surprised how many people blame it on the dog, you know? Blaming their homework's gone because their dog ate it. Blaming their house burned down for the insurance money because their dog burned it. Blaming they broke up with their wife because they cheated on her with their dog, you know? It's just a common, common excuse. So, I'm sorry. I should listen to you. I've heard that one before from my boyfriend. Come on, Sparky. Going... Come on, Sparky. You and me are going to the pound. Ruh roll. Oh, man. Well, I guess everything is burned down. J- Janelle, I have, um, I have something for you. This is the pile of ashes that was going to be the sash of the of the fireman's ball winner and I want you to have it girl thank you that's so sweet of you 
Oh my gosh, you're, you're too sweet. I'm, I'm glad we could turn this kind of bummer of the night into something special. Thank you know, it's a, so much. Isn't that great you won? But you know and, what isn't great? That you, that you helped uh, burn down. Oh, sorry. And as she accepts the little pile of ash that was once the stash, sash, the camera cuts away. And everyone on the street who was witnessing this, whether they were part of the ball or just an innocent bystander, started clapping. Wow. Wow. Oh, yes. Uh, This is a good thing to mention it. But you did help uh, burn down the fire station, right? You did accidentally did that, right? I I believe the... The puppy did it, I think. I think we confirmed oh, the yeah, puppy the did it. Uh, I don't know. So I doubt so. All right. Ooh. Great job, everybody. We jumped from police or uh, firewoman's ball. We jumped. <laughs> I think we built that scene pretty damn well. Yeah. I. I... <laughs> I realized I really wasn't participating very much towards like the end of that, especially that I, um, my, I guess I, I feel kind of brain dead. I went like, cause like I did like the, um, the horror jam like last night. And then I had a like two hour long improv class like this morning. So my, my, uh, I'm, my brain is kind of dead. So I apologize for not, uh, it's okay. You contributed. <laughs> You contributed quite a bit, so hats off to you. All right. Um, We have 10 minutes left. I think now would be a good time to give some kudos. Anyone have any kudos they want to give? Hmm. Kudos to Rory for bringing his brain dead brain out here and having a good time with us for the first time as far as I know. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, Rory. Um, I guess uh, yes, I, I was about to say kudos to Steve, I think, for um, making like the running joke of like everything being by the GameStop and like <laughs> and all of that. That was really funny. Um, um, I'm trying to remember. I, I think. Um, I want to say kudos to Ty, who did a good job. This, by the way, people who may not know, is the first time Ty hosted, and I think Ty did a great job. Well, thank you. I agree. I, I haven't seen any, or like, uh, experience anyone else hosting this one that uh, I think you did a good job. Um, oh, thank you, David. All downhill um, from here. Yeah. Um, I'd like to uh, thank everyone, actually, for participating in a couple of games, like the Alphabet game. I know that one was really hard, so thank you so much um, for participating in that. I'd also, again, like to apologize to Pod for not understanding it was a Nintendo Switch. I thought you were just talking about switching things in general. 
That was on me, and I am sorry. I guess I think it uh, it kind of made it funnier, I guess, because, like, I don't know, it just, like, kind of added, like, the, the confusion and conflict of that was funny, in my opinion. It kind of made you feel like, oh, I'm playing, like, a like a out-of-touch, like, old person type of character, and I, I, like, I like that. I thought it was funny. <laughs> um, I thought you recovered from that. No problem. Yeah. All right. Any other kudos, or... Do we want to go into promotion? Does anyone have anything coming up, or do they want to give any more kudos? I don't have anything. I don't think so. All right. Uh, um, I guess I, 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 people who were playing the ABC game, I, I you know. You know, if that was your first time playing it, I, th I then I think you guys did pretty pretty well. Um, I think that one in particular is that's a that game is is a challenge, and I think like um, you get better as you do it, and you also rec you begin to recognize that there's words you can almost always use for any letter, like uh, <laughs> like you can almost always say yes or no, or if the letter for O, you can always say O. So I don't know. I think there's also tricks to that game if if you keep sticking at yeah. it. So. It's a it's a hard game. It's easy at first, but then when you get into the harder, rarely used letters, it becomes really challenging. But you know what? I think you guys did a pretty good job. Um, I might we might play that game some more, honestly, because practice makes perfect. You know. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm um, kudos to David Soup. It was a very good soup, according to him. <laughs> Judos. <laughs> yes. Who was the, whoever was the dentist, uh, not the, I was the dentist, um, whoever was the patient when I was the dentist, um. I believe what? that was Rory, was it? Yeah, that was me. All I right. think all together, were you in the you were in the graveyard scene with me too? I think all together, you can you're 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 consistently in the scene and responding to what's going on, and like you know using logic to kind of think about what's going on. Um, and I'm just pointing it out because I think some people sometimes like a lot of random stuff gets thrown in, but you seem to be a player who's like you know, how can I directly respond to and how would I react to kind of what's going on? And I, yeah. that makes, that's helpful for the other player. And I, I just, yeah, honestly, can I say something real quick? Honestly, that's a big mistake with improv and comedy sketches and stuff like that in general is people think that just being there, they need to be the center of attention or they need to be funny. Uh, I have some homework for you guys. Go look up what? some comedy. Oh, yeah, you know what? School's in Sorry. session, so ring the bell. Um, I have some homework for you guys. Look up some comedy sketches, maybe from SNL, maybe from Key and Peel, maybe from all that. But look up some comedy sketches and pay close attention, not to the person who's the funny one in the sketch, but to everyone else in the sketch, like all the other comedians all the other actors and notice that they do not necessarily 
try to steal the scene or try to be funny. They will try to add to the scene and they'll try to play the scene as normally as possible because that enhances whoever the uh, funny one in the scene is. Yes, the straight man makes the scene funny. Thank you so much, David, for pointing that out. The straight man is often an overlooked character in comedy and improv. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, John? I don't know. John? Uh, oh, sorry. You, you can go ahead. I was going to say, John, John Cleese kind of puts it this way. It's like, it's, you know, and he's not Monty Python, which you're like, oh, that's it's a bunch of random crap. But what he's said is that, like a bunch of random crap isn't funny like like a funny thing isn't funny or whatever i don't know what he said but he's like it's someone reacting to the weird thing which is necessary that's why you get up with something with like the what's the one the confuse a cat that's funny because in a way the cat's reacting to it so being the straight man is i think a challenge and a worthwhile one to do and i always appreciate people who are good at that and i like try to do that too or like the original or like the original Ghostbusters, uh, everyone kind of had a role, you know. Um, the main guy was kind of the guy who was just kind of roped into it. Um, David Aykroyd's character was um, the guy who was super excited. And um, then you got um, the, I forgot his name. Who's the nerdy guy? Vince Clortho. Um, Vince Clortho. And his whole thing was he was the straight man. He just played everything completely normal, like he was a scientist who's seen this stuff a thousand times before. And I think he really enhanced all the scenes he was in. Because you had the people reacting to him, and then you had him who just completely played it normally. Or the woman who was the receptionist in that scene. How that scene where um, they're bringing in... um, that guy who was possessed and he's just kind of gone crazy and she's acting like it's just a normal Tuesday. Janine is the character's name. Yeah. So I, I'm not as familiar with Ghostbusters as I should be. I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like I saw just, I'm spacing out on it all. Annie Potts is the actress. Yeah. But yeah. So on that note, uh, Rory, great job. You, Thank as you. Steve said, Followed the scene logically. You didn't try to steal the show, but you did add to it. And that is very important. Um, All right. Anything anyone wants? Oh, Oh, I was just going to say that like reminded me. um, I, in the class I was like taking earlier, one of the games we played, I don't know if you guys have heard of it or like a different version of it, but it's a really fun game uh, called Emo Interview where um, basically like one person's uh, an interviewer and the other person is being interviewed. Uh, it's like a job interview basically. Uh, and, uh, and then there's an MC who throughout the interview uh, like names an emotion or like a feeling or something, some sort of trait that the, uh, that the person who's being interviewed like has to, um, has to act out like while being interviewed. Uh, and like it's, it's a really fun game, not only to like uh, because it's like a good way to practice like really like being eccentric and like kind of like out there and just trying to like express like uh, like act like different emotions and stuff. Like it's really helpful for that, like to practice that. But also, I I played um 
earlier when we played, I, I played like the interviewer and it's really fun because I feel like the, the interviewer, I guess, is kind of like the straight man character or whatever. Um, but it, it's, it's kind of fun. Like when, in, when I was like in that position, I could kind of like, and I guess it, it's more, I guess sometimes it's more like trying to be in sync with the, with the MC rather than like the other actor. But uh, it's like trying to be in sync with and like help set up things for uh, the other actor, like when they like change emotions and stuff. So like, I'm trying to think like, um, like for example, uh, I think one of the things that happened is like, uh, like the, the person was applying for like a dance position. They like, they wanted to be a dancer. And uh, I said, oh, do you have uh, any uh, experience doing group work or do you prefer group work or do you prefer to just like uh, do like solo dancing? And then, uh, uh, and then like the MC said, okay, now you're madly in love with the interviewer or whatever. So then it's like, oh no, I, if the only person I'd want to dance with uh, was you or whatever, is you or whatever, like something like that. Uh, I don't know. It's just uh, like being the straight man isn't necessarily just uh, like, at least in that case, isn't necessarily completely taking the back seat, but it can also, help like set up like more punchlines and things like that in like uh in the scene and it's it can also just help like building the scene and setting it up uh rather than just like completely just uh being like oh wow that's that's wacky that's crazy that you're doing that you know what i mean i don't know i just yeah. uh it's, it's right. really i'm doing that. well i really hate to interrupt you there but we are <laughs> out of time so before we end this thing once and for all does anyone have anything they'd like to plug I'm going to mention that there's the Discord where we do have a list of games. And if you want to put that one in there, Rory, um, that's where we mostly talk when we're not on Uzbear. And then also for uh, Rory and I think Chaco can, I don't know if Chaco is still here, but I still, I have a sign up for uh, the spotlight thing that I do. I do it every Wednesday. Uh, I, I basically, it's like, it's like an hour long improv thing with just me and one other person. So if you want to sign up for that, you can do that there on that link I just put in there. Ah, uh, Mesh. <laughs> Sorry, Mesh. You just, okay. we're ending it, man. <laughs> You're too late. But you know what? Mesh, I don't want to make you feel a little better. Mesh, are you there? Are you driving? Well, I'm sorry, Mesh. Um, we can't hear you. And you are unfortunately a little too late, but you can at least enjoy this last little scat. So, everyone, a one, a two, one, two, three, four. Wow. <laughs> 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 <laughs>